Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Foxes Collide. I'm Matthew. And I'm Ellen. How are you today, babe? I'm good. That's good. How are you? I'm great. Yeah? Yeah. We leave New Zealand tomorrow. <laughs> we do? Yeah. Yeah, we leave New Zealand. Yeah. After cool. 10 months. Yeah. Being here. It's been good. Mm. It's been a fun journey. It has. Learned a lot of things along the way. We started the podcast in New Zealand. We did. It's awesome. But I'm ready to go back to Oz in a bit warmer weather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's time yeah. to it's make time. a change. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> Episode eight. All on change. Yeah. Big change. Big change. So what kind of change are we talking about? Um. So maybe changing your job, mm-hmm. changing your career path also um changing location right, right so yeah changing changing where you're living or even that could encompass as well going on uh, an extended working holiday yeah something like that yeah um what else uh social groups yeah. i think sort of your friend group your peer group mm-hmm. changing who you spend your time with mm that's a big one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because what's that quote? You are the... You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm, yeah. That's a, it's a really powerful quote. Yeah. yeah. It's very true. If you have a look at who you surround yourself with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and behaviour. Changing mm. of behaviour, but specifically like larger larger changes when, when things are very destructive. Mm. And... Just overall lifestyle changes, those big lifestyle changes. I think one of the best examples is extended, like long-term travel, mm-hmm. backpacking, those sorts of things, because you're changing a hell of a lot, um, which is obviously what I've done Yeah. more recently. Yeah, I've done that in the past. Yeah. 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 And I did this recently with you, coming yeah. to New Zealand. Yes. Yeah. A change. Yeah. 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 So, the idea here with the change is that it's... It's beneficial. Mm. It's beneficial beneficial to you, to your soul, to your development. To your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. To your health. Mm. Mental, physical health. Such a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So when is it likely to be a good time to make a big change like that? So how can people, how 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 have we known Mm. and and how can other people know when it is time to make a change? Mm. I think. There's many indicators yeah. with that, and that can be an, a feeling within you, an emotion. If there's a very strong emotion attached to something and the emotions aren't good, then that could be an indicator that it's time to make a change. Mm. And I've had that. Um, one of the times that I had that was very emotional and it was a very clear path for me uh i didn't really realize how clear it was at the time because it was very it was very emotional but when i was studying nursing i was going into my second placement at the hospital and i remember really big feelings of overwhelm and it was not a good it was not a good feeling. It didn't sit well. There was a lot of things that I felt and saw within the nursing world that didn't align with me at the time. 
and I was fighting with my head uh, in trying to make a decision whether to stay in my degree or not based on the feelings that I got during that placement that time on that placement it was very brief but it was enough to tell me that it didn't sit well so I remember one day on placement the last day that I went there and I was I was battling back and forth with my head or should I stay or shouldn't I should I stay shouldn't I with certain comments from the educators from the nurses the the overall feeling of that of the hospital and the environment and the feeling from the other nurses that worked there it was very low a very negative feeling and it wasn't where I was at at the time I was moving into a different uh I guess you could say vibrational energy at the time and I was feeling quite high in other areas of my life however when I was in that environment it I felt dragged down I felt brought down to a, to a lower level to a, to a more negative kind of mindset and after that day it was just one particular day and I remember hopping in the car and I was I was bawling my eyes out because I really didn't like the energy that I felt and I was just crying and I picked up my phone and I was I was ready to call my mum and just like talk to her in tears saying I can't do this anymore I can't I can't be in an environment like this is so negative and the way that people were treated and the mindset around wanting people to be sick to benefit from them it just wasn't something that aligned with me I remember one of the educators saying uh to the to the rest of the students in our morning meeting she said oh the emergency room is packed today and everyone got really excited and we and I didn't and and there was something that sat with me going why are they excited that the emergency room is full that's horrible it's terrible that people are sick and everyone was celebrating it and then the educator said it's awesome because it means more money for the hospital and more money for you guys and I, that really just was like nut this is not right, this is not okay. And everything after that, I saw what the nurses talked about. I saw how they treated the patients and it wasn't the path that I wanted to follow and it wasn't the mindset that I wanted to be in. That was how I knew that it wasn't the right the right thing for me. And it wasn't until I really realised that just even these small comments mm. weighed so heavy on me that it brought me to tears and then the way that all the whole thing went that day and that's when I knew that I had to make a change and that this path that I was going down wasn't wasn't right for me no and that's that that was the day that I decided to drop out of my nursing course yeah yeah and it's probably the biggest I've I've studied a lot of different courses Mm. (laughs) and learnt from each one of them whether that path was not right for me but this one was definitely the biggest eye-opener to whether something was right for me or not okay Mm, because it brought about such intense emotions and feelings yeah yeah it's a very strong response oh yeah 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 so there's there's that story yeah and i think that there might be a lot of people that can relate to that that are in university or in a course Mm. that that they're doing maybe because they feel that they have to. Yeah. Uh, maybe their parents or um, there's a lot of people feel like 
they have to do university Pressure. because you can't get a job unless you have a degree. I think that's that's instilled in us from a very young age mm -hmm. and it's been passed down generation to generation and it's a very it's not a very good way to see see the world and see yourself because I've seen so many people at university push themselves through degrees and end up hating it at the end and they've spent all this time and all this money and all this energy and effort and they don't want to do the thing that they've just spent the last four three four five years on yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. and and it's you, you can attest to that <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah. So, yeah yeah from, yeah from my studies and yeah. Just finding that I wasn't interested. Yeah. So I think it's knowing, knowing when to change that uh, path. Right. And so yeah, sometimes it's it's just kind of overwhelming, mm. and in a respect, quite obvious, and probably quite hard to ignore. Mm. You'd have to really suppress those feelings. To be able to stay in that place and in that position. Mm -hmm. That to me uh, feels very moral as well. It seems like that's, that goes against your morals and your ethics mm. and your beliefs. Yeah, that's um, yeah, very an example true. for me that maybe goes against my ambitions mm -hmm. right, would be when I was bartending, mm -hmm. which towards the end also started to bring up some moral dilemmas for mm -hmm. me. But most of all, it was. It was that it, it got in the way of my ambitions because the hours were very long, mm. just unsociable hours, uh, very late hours of nights and all that sort of stuff. And of course, I was trying to overhaul my health because my health had, had really deteriorated because mm. of the lifestyle I was living. And that meant trying to get a good night's sleep, mm. you know, to exercise, to eat healthily, to eat regularly, where I had spent long long days just snacking on unhealthy things just to be at work you know cigarette breaks all that sort of stuff um and so i found that i was bringing in new habits bringing in new improvements to my life but it was really clashing with the job i had and the career and the amount of time i was having to dedicate to that and ultimately i i when initially with the, the option of trying to reduce my hours and just give myself more freedom. I thought, okay, if I can if I can maybe pull away from this um, and have more time to do these things and improve myself, elevate myself, then I'll be in a much better position. That mm, perhaps would have been ideal. Uh, at least that's what I thought at the time. But I wasn't given that option. My boss didn't give me that option. Therefore... I knew what I was meant to do, which was to leave the job, even though I didn't necessarily feel, perhaps a part of me didn't feel like it wanted to do that, felt that it was an unsafe or risky mm -hmm. manoeuvre to just quit without a job lined up, all these things. But my heart said, no, you've just got to hand in your resignation today and that's it. Yeah. And finish, have two weeks notice and that's, that's it done. So that's how that played. And so for me, that was to do more with getting in the way of what I wanted for my life. And I think some people might relate with that one instead, mm -hmm. yeah. where they have brought in new ambitions or you know, maybe they've even just read something or seen something and thought, I'd love to do that. Mm -hmm. I'd love to bring that into my life, but mm -hmm. how can I do that? I get up at this time or I've got to go to work, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. 
you might find that something's really getting in the way of that change. Mm-hmm. What about location then? Mm. A locational change. Mm-hmm. You got an example of one of those which felt like there was a time and it was meant to happen, and, and then you just felt like, okay, this is it. Yeah, w- probably the first time I went to to live overseas when I was about eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, when I was uh, growing up in Geraldton. And I... That's in Australia. For in those Australia. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Western Australia, <laughs> Geraldton. And I grew up in Geraldton from age 12 to age 18. And I left to be a nanny in the USA. I was getting very... Was it curiosity that made you move? It was... It was just excitement. I wanted a Did change. Just, yeah. I felt quite stuck I didn't feel like there were any opportunities for me in Geraldton and I really, okay, I had dreams of being an actress and I wanted to be in theatre or in the movies and I felt like going to America was the start of that. Okay. <laughs> so I saw the opportunity to to join an au pair program and my parents were very supportive with that and my dad was, was extremely supportive. I remember he came with me to Perth to my au pair interview. He drove me all the way to Perth for a wow. weekend, which was a four or five hour drive. And they helped me to to link up with the au pair family over there. So I felt that, I just felt stuck as an 18 year old in Geraldton. And I, I felt like I wanted, I needed, I needed to go somewhere. I needed to, to move locations in order to, to grow or to, to start on a journey with my life. And it, it was the change that I needed. It was the first time I went to another country by myself. myself yeah. And li- I lived there for 13 months. Yeah. So that was huge. And I took care of two children at age eight and four when I was just out of high school. That's amazing. So, yeah. and, and I grew a lot in that year. I learned to be responsible for someone else's children, but yeah. also myself away from Australia for the first time well, living in another country. And that was great. From then on, I I didn't stop travelling. I came back to Australia for a few years after that, but then, you know, I kept uh, I kept going back overseas for, for extended periods of time, but yeah. it was kind of the start of me, I guess, growing up mm. and making, making big decisions and... Yeah on my own yeah there's a lot of independence that would come with that i'm mm-hmm. sure and self-belief and mm-hmm. yeah that's and huge i also there was um you know big events that happened when i was my my nana died when i was overseas as well so going through that process away from my family was quite challenging but it led to a lot of growth as well mm. so changing a location it allows you to grow in many ways because it separates you from what you know Mm-hmm. And it takes you into an unknown area, yeah. not just mentally but physically. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a very big one. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people could benefit mm-hmm. from a location change. Mm-hmm. I know of many people who feel mm-hmm. stuck mm-hmm. in a in a certain location. They feel stuck in a routine mm-hmm. habit. Their behavior is always the same. They're always around the same people and the same job and just everything becomes so patterned. Mm. It's just a formula and you just play it out every single day. 
I was one of those people and, and you felt like you didn't know how to get out of that. You got very trapped mm. and you become a reflection of, of that pattern and therefore you can't, you just have a very small view. You have such a small outlook because obviously we're talking about it now and it seems very obvious where you just move, <laughs> you go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, even if you've got to save a bit of money or whatever to do it, mm. that's quite obvious. But I think when you're in it, you're so trapped in it. Mm that you don't even think bigger than that. And you just think, I don't know how to do it. And there's many walls and many excuses you put in place mm -hmm. of how you're not going to be able to make those changes. Mm -hmm. But I think when you are so deeply entrenched in that, big change is probably the best thing you can do. You might even find that those small changes aren't enough. And that's what I found. Mm -hmm. So I was in that culture and I was in that behaviour and so I began to put new habits in, as I said, tried to improve my health, removed a lot of the toxic things that I was doing to myself and putting in my body. But I was surrounded by that same toxicity mm -hmm. and the location wasn't different. The people weren't different. And I knew that it was not it's not the fault of the place, not the fault of the people, but rather it just wasn't supporting my newer vision for myself. And that's when I finally decided I was going to going to travel I'm going to make that move and put myself in a similar position to you new location you have to change you have to do something different how's that worked out for you so far terribly <laughs> terribly I met this Australian <laughs> bloody Australian say mm. <laughs> uh, how about social group changes so of course that can come part and parcel with, with travel because mm -hmm. you're taking yourself out of a location mm -hmm. um, and therefore you've created that physical distance. Mm -hmm. You can, of course, attempt to maintain contact, mm -hmm. but um, that does give you, obviously, a very obvious um, opportunity to remove yourself from a social unit that you maybe find isn't supporting you. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it's very important to not put blame on others and not to villainize people mm -hmm. because of the way they live and, and the impact that might have on you. And it's also important not to victimize ourselves and think that we can't change it. So, of course, the, the best thing you can do if you feel like you are mirroring everybody around you, you're doing the same things as everybody else, and you don't feel happy with those things you're doing, the best thing is to at least reduce the contact yeah reduce the contact mm -hmm. the, the, the exposure to those people mm -hmm. reduce that and to perhaps bring in new influence mm -hmm. you can find new people that maybe have a different way of thinking a different way of living um that behave in a way that you find more aligned with who you want to become that's incredibly powerful yeah and of course we have the connectivity now so you maybe find that virtually at least to begin with find those inspirational people mm. consume their energy mm. get that yeah. and really embrace that and, and just drown yourself in that sort of positivity if that's what you're after but really recognise that we do we do get into patterns with people I think it's important also to recognise and be very aware if you can, it's hard at first, but be aware when you 
there's a lot of motivational, inspirational people and talk out there to um, lift others up. However, they're doing it in a way that demoralizes others and brings other people down. So you might follow things or people that you think are inspirational that have the, you know, tagged inspirational or motivational quotes. However, when you notice that a lot of their posts or, a lot of, you know, the, the way that they're speaking or framing things, they're putting others down by saying uh, that people are toxic and all of, all of that talk. Right. Be aware that they're not necessarily going to be the ones that bring you up by putting people down. Follow those that support others and try to encourage others in in a positive way and in a friendly compassionate way yeah Yeah. because i've noticed that a lot recently and i'm really i really don't like how much quote unquote inspirational talk there is out there but all of it's talking about toxic people don't surround yourself by don't give your time and your effort to people who aren't worth it and Mm -hmm. all this stuff and in a way that's true but reframe that Hey, what is this person doing that's that's really good? You know, stop looking at people negatively mm-hmm. and look at people in a more positive it's, light. Yeah, to me, it's it's the it should be more about the self in that mm-hmm. scenario. So yes, perhaps you're surrounded by people who aren't supporting your best interests mm-hmm. that are bringing you down. But like you're you're nursing that surrounded by that environment is bringing you down. But rather than putting the focus on the other people and saying they're toxic they're the one with the problem they need to sort themselves out i believe you look inwards and go well what's best for me what Mm. would serve me best right now and maybe that just means walking away and maybe it does or unfollowing so if you do choose to make a change there's i believe certain ways to make the most of it to maximize those benefits Yeah, yeah because we tend to make change if we're choosing to make it if we're choosing to leave that job we haven't been sacked from it but we're choosing to make it we're choosing to go to a different location changing our social group changing our behavior there's a part of us i said it in the last episode but there's a part of us that's naturally trying to grow there's a part of us that's (laughs) looking to expand that's unhappy you know that's stuck that feels brought down Mm -hmm. that doesn't want to feel that way anymore Mm -hmm. and we a part of us has seen a glimmer and thought if I make this change this is going to be better for me Mm -hmm. however that intention doesn't always stick around Mm -hmm. we are creatures of habit we are very highly influenced by our surroundings and that's it's a great thing it's a very natural thing but it can it can cause us to forget our initial intentions and our initial desire for growth and improvement and happiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think the first thing when you make a change is, of course, to have those really clear intentions. Mm -hmm. And we don't always do this, but I think this is something that I did more recently and it has served me better. So to decide that I'm going to leave my job with the intention of I'm not going to be in this, I'm not going to work this job again, Mm -hmm. never going to work a job like this again. It's a very clear intention, very stated to myself. This is why I'm leaving. It's not simply because I don't enjoy this or it's getting in the way, but I'm not going to do this again because we do fall into repetition with patterns. Mm. We leave one job because it's bad for us. Then we get another job 
and we realise that's bad for us, <laughs> and then we get another job, and we just and you keep happens. repeating it. Same with locations; we go from one location to another, but we're <laughs> the same person. We haven't mm. changed ourselves, therefore we're just in a new place, but the same old me. I've done that. That's what I did for many years. I, yeah. I moved locations and didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't sort grow. of do the inner change. Yes, exactly. And it's also that intention again behind it. So if you'd had a stronger intention, a clearer intention, you might have said. I'm going to go to this location, I'm going to do this. Mm. I'm going to grow in this way. I'm going to improve this part of myself while I'm here. Mm. And you can even look into the location and think, well, this this place suits me working on this. This this place has got an amazing community of people, Mm. so I'm going to really immerse myself in community here. Well, this place is, is, uh, I don't know, it's a third world country, therefore I'm going to really immerse myself in that culture and be really grateful for what I have coming from somewhere that's more privileged mm. but I'm going to have the authentic experience, I'm not going to live in hotels and spas I'm going to actually see what the, the regular person is doing mm. be humbled by that mm. so there's a strong intention mm-hmm. and that's going to create that experience and that's going to be a life changing experience mm. I believe Yeah. Uh, along with that is challenging yourself mm. because a part of that change is stepping out of that comfort zone. Ah, yes. That's huge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And perhaps in your scenario, in a sense, once you've travelled a bit of time, travel's comfortable to you. Most people, or a lot of people who haven't travelled, it's so out of their comfort zone. How are they, they going to do it? I don't want to travel by myself. I don't want to even get on the plane by myself. There's, there's a lot of fear some people have mm. around all of that. But, of course, if you've done it a little bit, it becomes your comfort zone becomes yeah. natural and now my comfort zone is uh if i was to move out of my comfort zone would be to to stay in one place mm. for, for a while and, and stick it out yeah and see what can come of it <laughs> yeah because i'm so used to traveling yeah. that that yeah it's super comfortable <laughs> good it's yeah. good to be aware of that yeah and with that is that willingness to to reinvent yourself mm. to let go of perhaps what you know or who you think you were. So if you were a traveller, a backpacker that's been doing it for a long time, mm-hmm. maybe reinvent yourself as something else that's yeah. more rooted. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who's been rooted their whole life, maybe grown up in the same town, maybe even grown up in the same town as your parents and your family and your grandparents, <laughs> and I know many people like that who are in the same old small town <laughs> as their entire family tree, mm-hmm. um, perhaps then that's the time to reinvent yeah. yourself. Or when, um, for example, I've I've done a lot of courses and I haven't finished them, haven't followed through, mm. which has been great. They've been learning curves for me and I've seen whether that course or that direction is, is what's suitable, a, what's, is suitable for me. Yes, yeah, sorry, thank you again. Exciting for you. <laughs> yes. And maybe to reinvent myself means to follow through to finish something Mm -hmm. and see if it really is something that resonates with me yeah because how do i really make the decision uh, until i follow it through and give it a good old shot yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that that, to me that's to do with uh pattern awareness okay and this is something i'd like to talk about again another time because i'm fascinated (laughs) with this because i i believe everyone lives in unless they're incredibly aware and they're always attempting to change and reinvent themselves, you will fall into patterns mm-hmm. because that's the way we're biologically 
mm. developed to be. We, 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 Our brain likes patterns. Yeah, because it becomes yeah. easy, it becomes automated, yes. and then it's efficient. Mm. So pattern awareness is, like you've said, recognising that your pattern is maybe to... To, to give to, up. Yeah, to give up or to change something bef- to you know, too early. Yes. To make a change very early and therefore commitment mm-hmm. and follow through mm-hmm. would be the challenge of that, the opposite of that. Yes. And so, yeah, that's very powerful. It's mm. really, <laughs> really high level awareness. It's very good. Mm. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> um, and I think another, another way to make the most of it is to enjoy that process. Yeah. To enjoy that change. Uh, we can get very caught up in the discomfort or the fear. Mm. I can't leave this job because it's solid. I believe it's solid and stable and these sorts of things. And really just be with that that excitement and that enjoyment. Remember why you want to do it. Have that clear intention. I want to do it because this is not supporting me. This is bringing me down. This makes me miserable. That's a good reason. If you're miserable, that's a very, very good reason to change. Mm. Change as a whole it really it can benefit you so much oh in so many ways in many ways and yeah. obviously some are some are pretty clear cut pretty obvious yeah you, you, to, to put yourself in a new place to, to reinvent yourself to change how you're feeling mm. but you can definitely develop a, a stronger sense of self-belief mm. and self-knowing and say oh, I can I can I can make a really big change in my life and I can handle it mm. Because we have so many fears around things that we just haven't even attempted. Mm. Most people's fears are around things they've not experienced. Most people who fear bankruptcy have never experienced bankruptcy. Mm. Or you know, that level of not being able to, to, to pay their bills or mm. be on the street. Mm. So many people have that fear. And yet they've not actually got anywhere near. I'm not going to have enough money. I'm not going to have enough money. Somehow every month they pay their bills. Somehow mm. they make it work. Somehow they manage. Doesn't mean you can't get better with your finances. Mm. Absolutely. But there's so many of our fears that are predicated on things that we make believe. Mm. And yeah. so it can ask quite a bit of you. Mm. Sometimes I think some of these big changes can. Um, it can really ask you to put yourself first. Mm. To put your emotional wellness first. Mm to sometimes it, it takes a bit of a bit of reflection and introspection to to think about what you truly want mm. um i think a, a good example would be a career change as someone who's got a a career but feels as though that's not what's truly on their heart and yet they've put this commitment in it's here it's solid it's stable it's safe it provides mm-hmm. and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that and there are many people who benefit a lot from having some stability mm. in their life and I believe that if stability supports you then that's perhaps what you should look for mm-hmm. but if you know if you know that there's something bigger if you know there's something else but you feel sort of trapped then it may be in your best interest to, to research a change <laughs> yeah yeah and see what that can be yeah. and understand that you really only have one life mm. that we know of <laughs> in this suit of skin yeah <laughs> and 
you gotta make it work. You gotta make it worth it. Yeah. Because holding holding on to something because you believe that it's safe and secure. It's not enough. I don't know if that's enough. It's not. No. No. Oh, okay. But, Let's talk about the finances here because I think okay. finances come up a lot. Yeah. And I know many people who say, and I did myself as well for a while, that I couldn't make a change because I don't have enough money. Mm. Certainly can't travel because travel is really expensive. Mm-hmm. That's That was my belief. And would you agree that we need a lot to travel? No. <laughs> I went traveling around Southeast Asia and Japan for eight months before I moved to Canada. And I had, I think I left with on, I would say maybe 4,000 Australian dollars mm-hmm. in my bank account slash credit card and I managed to make it work but you you have to look at things differently so I looked at how you can travel without paying ridiculous amounts of money Mm. I volunteered my way Mm. I went on work away and Mm. I I volunteered for months in different countries it's really cheap in Southeast Asia. You take buses between countries, overnight buses, for like $8 or something. Yeah. And if you just do a little bit of research and you, you'll you see what, what you can do if yeah. you're conscious about how much you're spending. Mm-hmm. I think the, the lesson with all that is just there's so much more that's possible mm. that we don't believe until we look into it. And also volunteering. Like when you go somewhere without money or without a lot of money and you volunteer, so many benefits, so many amazing things that come from that is you really get immersed in that place, in that culture. I spent a month in Thailand volunteering at an animal welfare uh, organization and I really got to know the people that worked there, the locals that were attached to that organization and that island became a little home. And it was absolutely amazing. Uh, there's so many stories and experiences I have that are etched in my memory now because I volunteered. Mm. It was incredible. So really, it can be a lot more possible absolutely. than we think. Yeah. If people just take the time to have a look at different options and different ways of travelling. Make a way out of no way. Oh, for sure. I actually quit my job before setting the plan in place to travel mm. therefore you know there was less prep work in that but you, yeah you can make things make things work mm. and also make things work for a lot longer than you expect mm. i didn't have a an end date with any of my travel and i still don't have an end date with my travel <laughs> but i could have I. I could have <laughs> no of course not but i could have predicted three to six months you know maybe and obviously it's been over a year and it's not stopping anytime <laughs> soon so it's, it just shows you there's yeah you just take the that first step commit to making that change with a strong intention and some incredible unbelievable things can happen be open to the possibility of meeting an Aussie <laughs> yeah however <laughs> however there have been times and there are times when change is not the greatest thing. Yeah. As you said, mm-hmm. uh, if we if we go off that example, sometimes you're so accustomed to, to change <laughs> <laughs> yes. that it's it's that's the habit. The habit is to change things too regularly, to always be changing things mm-hmm. and therefore 
the perhaps the best thing to do is to do the opposite and mm. to stick with something and to immerse yourself in something for a, a longer period to commit to follow through so at the moment i'm i've started writing a yoga course online and my interest on it has been waning and i have toyed with the idea of whether i want to complete it or not but i'm so used to not following through and not committing that the best thing to do right now is to not change that mm. and to actually follow through if you recognize that there is a, a lot of constant change it might not be you know it could be a job it could be that you just oh, you never stay in a job for very very long it could be that you travel a lot so you're always changing location maybe you're always changing social group and you don't sort of stay with a particular mm -hmm. group for very long um, those kinds of things can be a sign of something else and so I think a lot of the time it's it's looking at the results of your life it's looking at how you feel emotionally how you what you've perhaps accomplished and seeing whether that, that changing of behavior is supporting it mm. so I think if you were someone who's constantly changing jobs if I was someone like that I would really work within myself and I would, I would get quite introspective and quite reflective and think well what is it that I want to do because clearly what I'm doing right now is not supporting it I'm constantly changing why am I constantly changing is it because of the work is it not aligning with me what, what's it going against what where's that resistance coming from and I think that same advice goes across the board if you're changing location all the time what is it that you're moving from perhaps even running away from what are you trying to get away from um and i think when it comes to the changing of behavior if there's a consistency in it it's always happening you have to look at the one constant in it mm. and that's yourself mm. <laughs> wherever you go whatever you do you're there mm. and if there's a problem maybe it's within yourself mm. beautiful Bam. Bam. I think Woo. I think that's uh I think that's the end of the episode. <laughs> I think that just Beautiful. about wraps it up. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, check out promisescollab.com. Yeah. Also if we could ask a favour. Yeah. If you use your iTunes. Yes. Drop a little is it a review? Yeah, or yeah, comment? review or comment there or a little star yeah yeah <laughs> maybe five if maybe like favors it. us and, and helps us out yeah helps us get onto the new and noteworthy potentially mm. that would be amazing and also um, stay tuned for our next episode yeah. subscribe if you really love us yeah bye bye